Welcome to Word Alive Broadcast with Ricky and Sherry Blevins. We believe that as you listen to today's message, God's Word will come alive in your heart to help you obtain victory in every area of your life. question to ask. Where do you live? Let's start in Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 19. Now therefore you are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God. We live upon this earth, but we're not of it. This scripture tells us that we are citizens of the household of God and members of the household of God, doesn't it? We're citizens and members. We live, some people might live in Missouri, some in Oklahoma, some in wherever you live, in the United States or around the world. You live there upon this earth. But always remember this, that you are a citizen and a member of the household of God. We're in this world, but we're not of it. This came to me the other day as I was studying and praying, and the Lord saying, teach on where do you live? I said, okay. We'll do that. And then he started taking me into the scriptures and showing me that we are citizens of heaven. We're children of God. We're children. We're sons. The word of God says in Galatians 3.26 that we are sons of God. It also says that we're heirs and joint heirs with Jesus Christ, doesn't it? I've been teaching on that in the past few weeks. If you'll study some of the stuff I've been teaching, it'll help you. The Lord's had me on this subject for a while, and we'll get off of it whenever he tells us to quit. Let's go to Philippians chapter 3 and verse 20. For our citizenship is in heaven, from which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. So it says our citizenship is in heaven. Now you can be a citizen of the United States. Now what happens when you're a citizen of the United States? You have all the benefits, every right, Every benefit, every privilege that the citizens of the United States have when you become a citizen. Is that right? So when you become a citizen of heaven, you have all the privileges, all the rights, all the privileges, everything that God has prepared, we have a right to every one of those in heaven, don't we? And there's only one way to enter into the citizenship, and that is through the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's turn to John chapter 10 and verse 9. Now we'll notice in every house there is a door. There's always a door on a house, and that's how you enter in, is through the door. And Jesus said, I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. He's saying, I am the door. You come in through the door. You come in and out. And what happens when you enter in and you become born again? You become instantly become a citizen. A lot of times people are born again and they don't understand exactly everything that means. But one thing it means that we are citizens and that we are members of the household of God. We have children. 
Aaron, he's already moved out. Emily, she's going to college. She's uh, able to stay with us at this time. But they are always going to be a member of this household, even though they don't live here. Even if they wouldn't hear in, in their physical body, they're still a member of this household. They always will be. They don't have to knock on the door. When they come in, they come in. They just come on in the house. They're not going to knock on the door and ring the doorbell. I'm at home. They know the gate code. They know the door code. They know all the codes, alarm codes, everything to get into the house. They just come on in just like this their house, and they are, it is theirs. They're welcome here anytime. They don't even have to ask. They just come. Everything we have is theirs. Everything God has is theirs too because we're citizens, and we're not just, you can be a citizen of the United States but still not be a part of a household. Is that right? But we are citizens of heaven, but we're also a member of the household of God. Now think about that for a minute. I'm a member of the household of God. That's awesome, isn't it? That God would say, come on into my house and live with me. Is that right? That's awesome, isn't it? To think that the God that created the heavens and the earth, all the universe, is still growing today, wants us to be a member of his household. That's awesome, isn't it? Now let's turn to Colossians chapter 1 and verse 15. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. We'll read through verse 18. For by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created through him and for him, and he is before all things, and in him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may have the preeminence. By him all things were created in heaven and in earth. Everything that was created in heaven and on earth, he created not only for me, but he created it for the whole body of Christ, for his family, didn't he? He did. He created everything for us. Everything, that's what happened when Sherry and I got married, my wife. We built the house, or we got bought a house, but it's for our family. And we didn't just buy one bedroom house, we bought one for our kids to have a bedroom of their own, to have a place for, of their own, a game room where they could go in and, and do the things that they want to do in it. There's everything that we have here, we thought about them before we create, We bought it, or before we even thought about the house, we thought about our children first. God thought about his children before he created the heavens and the earth, didn't he? <laughs> He's going, these children, I'm going to prepare all this stuff for them, and I cannot wait until they're all come into the family so I can have fellowship with them, and so we, we can do things together and have fun. God wants to have fun with you. He wants to have fellowship with you. He wants to be a part of you. He wants to know you. He wants you to know him intimately as a family. As a family, we know each other. We know our family members better than we know anybody else, don't we? And that's the way it should be. 
I know my wife better than I know anybody, and she knows me better than she knows anybody else. And we know our children better than we know anybody else, and they know us better. And that's the way it should be. God wants us to be a part of his family and be and be a part of him and everything that he has. And we have to understand we're not only citizens, citizens, but we are part of the household of God. And a part of the family. Ephesians 3, 14, 15, and 15. For this reason I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. So he's saying everybody that's already gone into heaven is part of the family, right? And everybody that's on the earth that's born again is part of the family too. And the only thing that's keeping you out of the family is not accepting Jesus Christ as your Savior and going through that door and entering in yourself. Is that right? Every person that wants to be born again can be born again and come to know Jesus Christ and the Father God, the one that created the heavens and the earth, Come in to know him by accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord. That's how you enter in through the door. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and we'll read uh, verses 12 through 14. For as the body is one and has many members, but all the members of that one body being many are one body, so also is Christ. And what does that say? That right there says that we're one with him, doesn't it? Does it not say we're one with him? It says there are many members in the body, and being many are one body. So it means everybody in the body of Christ is one body. So also is Christ. So what that says is he's the head, we're the body, so that makes Jesus complete, doesn't it? Makes Christ complete. The anointing, the anointed one and the anointing makes it complete because of each, every, each and every person coming in, it makes the body complete. Verse 13, for by one spirit we were all baptized into the body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slave or free, and have all been made to drink into one spirit. For in fact, the body is not one member, but many, now you are the body of Christ and members individually. That's awesome, isn't it? We're members of the body of Christ, citizens of heaven, in the household of God. So that tells me that we should not be walking in any defeat or any lack of any kind. Now, my children, they have whatever we have, and if they have a need, we will help them out if we can. And that's the way the Father is. He's, he, he even wants to bless us more than what we want to bless our earthly, earthly children, doesn't he? And it's a, it's a big deal for him to be able to uh, come in to our hearts, to be a part of us, to let him be a part of him and be his children in a household of God. We enter in to that household through the door, which is Jesus Christ, and we come in and partake of everything that the Father has provided for us through 
getting into his word and finding out what the Father has for us and spending time with him. Each and every father wants their children to spend time with him. And the children want the father to spend time with them, don't they? Everyone does. There's not one person on this planet that doesn't want to talk to their parent and and be a part of their family and do what uh, they want them to do, but also to come in and just sit down at the table and talk and eat. That's one of my favorite things on the planet to do is to have my family members around me, my wife, our children, and for them to sit down at the table and just talk and talk about things that are going on in their lives, talk about things that are going on in, with us, and to let us know what their situations are so that we can give them advice, so that we can help them and be there for them when they need us. And to be everything that they need us to be as parents, but not only that, to be friends with them. God wants to be our friend. He wants to be everything to us that he can be, doesn't he? So let's just remember today that we are a part of that family. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you would like to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can contact us at our website at wacba.org. If you would like to contact us for prayer, to give, or any other reason, you can do so by going to our website, wacba.org, or by mail at Word Alive Church, P.O. Box 3067, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma 74013.